You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You're listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Tuesday, March the 31st, 2020. This is Nomi Segal with the top news at this hour. The number of coronavirus fatalities in Israel is now 17 after the deaths yesterday of two women, both of whom suffered from underlying medical conditions. One of them, Lod resident Tamar Peretz Levy, was a 49-year-old mother of twins. The father of the twins died of a heart attack four years ago, shortly after their birth. A brother-in-law said that the family would take in the children. The other coronavirus fatality was a woman in her 60s who died at Sheba Medical Center in Tel Shomer. The health ministry reports that there are currently 4,831 confirmed COVID-19 cases in Israel. 83 patients are in serious condition, of whom 69 are on respirators. 95 people are in moderate condition. To date, 163 people have recovered and been sent home. The health ministry is expected to recommend that people wear masks, even improvised ones, that cover the mouth and nose when in the public sphere in order to prevent the spread of coronavirus. The director general of the health ministry, Moshe Barsimantov, said at a briefing this morning that this is the emerging conclusion following the definitive statement by the World Health Organization that coronavirus passes via saliva and mucus through a cough or a sneeze and is not airborne. The tightened emergency regulations approved by the cabinet last night will take effect tomorrow morning, April 1st at 8 a.m. Under the amended restrictions, individuals may go outside alone or with the people they live with for a short period, venturing no farther than a distance of 100 meters from home. No gatherings are allowed in the public sphere, including for prayer and weddings. Funerals may take place in the open with up to 20 people, circumcision ceremonies with up to 10 people. At the Western Wall, a quorum of 10 men, as specified by the cabinet statement, may take part In a prayer service at two meters distance from each other, they will be allowed at the site for each prayer service. Delivery services are permitted in line with the health ministry directives. The government also tightened restrictions in the business sphere. Workplaces may have no more than 10 people or 15 percent of the workforce present at one time, whichever is the highest. Under certain conditions, the percent may be raised to 30 percent for essential activities. Workers will be required to take their temperature before leaving home and fill out a declaration of health form that they will present upon arriving at their jobs. In the public sector, only essential staff will be permitted to go into the office. At a workplace in which people are usually employed in shifts, the employer will try to keep the same people on the same shifts as much as is possible. From this afternoon, some 600 IDF soldiers, mostly unarmed, are to be deployed alongside police to help enforce the health ministry movement restrictions. Meanwhile, for a second straight day, police forces this morning raided a synagogue in Jerusalem's Mea Sha'arim neighborhood, where people had gathered in violation of the health ministry emergency regulations. Confrontations and arrests were reported. Two additional drive-in test centers are opening in the Arab sector today, one in Tamra in the Lower Galilee and one in Rahat in the Negev. 
Knesset member Ahmed Tibi of the Joint List said that yesterday some 220 people were tested at the site in Wadi Ara in the north over the course of eight hours. At the Mishan Nursing Home in Beersheba, 13 residents and nine staff members have tested positive for coronavirus. Five of the residents are hospitalized in serious condition at Soroka Hospital. Eight others are still at the nursing home and will be transferred to an isolation hotel in Tel Aviv. In addition, nine staff members at the nursing home also tested positive. The daughters of two residents said that there is a critical staffing shortage at the facility. The number of job seekers in Israel reached 970,000 this morning. About 90 percent of the unemployed are workers put on unpaid leave, and about 6.5 percent were laid off. The unemployment rate has shot up from about 4 percent at the beginning of March to more than 23 percent. In the north, the town of Metula, as well as other kibbutzim and moshavim in the Galilee and the Golan, are taking steps to bar entry to non-residents. This after it emerged that Israelis from other parts of the country who needed to be in quarantine and who turned out to be sick had rented rooms in guest hotels and in simmers. In recent days, members of the Palestinian Authority security apparatus have been operating openly in East Jerusalem. This has been in coordination with Israeli authorities as part of efforts to enforce stay-at-home directives. A con reporter says that the Palestinian personnel have been seen in villages inside Jerusalem's municipal boundaries, but on the other side of the security wall and in areas where they have not operated previously. Finally, the public may not be allowed to go to the beach these days, but when it does, here is an important piece of information. The city of Jaffa Tel Aviv has approved an ordinance banning the use and sale of disposable plastics on municipal beaches. The measure was approved in an online council meeting last night. Eilat was the first Israeli city to adopt such a policy. Tel Aviv is the largest, and other coastline cities are considering passing such policies. The weather outlook, much warmer, becoming hot and dry for the time of year. Chance of local rain possible, as well as isolated thunderstorms. Windy with haze, mostly in the south. Colder and more humid air will enter the region this afternoon. The maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem 23, Tel Aviv 30, Haifa 26, Beersheba 32, and in Eilat going up to 31 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan Reka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour program. You can find us at 101.3 FM, the Khan website, Spotify, and the Khan English Facebook page.